welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. I'm going to share a review today because I just love hearing from you guys. And it's so great because it does help get the visibility up of the podcast and out to more people. So this one is from VAH3. She says, so excited. This podcast seems to always hit in the right moment of life. Relatable, light yet full-hearted, full of kindness, and Jesse makes you feel like you're hanging with your best friend. Here's to a happier, more peaceful mind. Oh, oh my God, you couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much, VAH3. Um, your reflections are exactly what I want everyone to feel. Thank you so much. So on to today's episode. I received a question a couple weeks back from my dear client, Teddy, and he asked for me to speak to it on the podcast, which I was thrilled to do considering it is a question that I'm sure applies to all of us. Yes, us. <laughs> I found myself saying it to myself last night to Mike, so it was great timing to share. So here's the question. Can you unpack the phrase, I feel bad? We say it all the time, we think it often, and since working with you, I realized that I feel quote-unquote bad way too often. For example, I made a lovely dinner and afterwards my husband went to clean the kitchen. I had this thought of, oh, I feel bad, I should help. But instead, I went and cuddled with the dog, which is what I wanted to do. I looked in my doggie's eyes and we had the best cuddle and in that moment it came to me that I would have missed out on that if I had felt bad and helped clean the kitchen. The thing I understand now that I didn't before was that my husband wanting me to help is a story I made up and believed. Wow. So before answering the question, Teddy, I would love to acknowledge a few things that are quite profound in this question and the clarity that followed for you. Number one, because you have eyes for where your behavior is coming from, meaning we can have behavior coming from two places, a reaction to what is going on in our mind or a response to what feels right to our true self deep inside. So because you have eyes for that, you were able to see the options available to you and you went with what felt right. And when it feels right, it is coming straight from the wisdom of your true self. This can be difficult for us at times because our wisdom often shows up with information that seems too difficult or too simple to follow, and we then can confuse ourselves by getting our mind involved in the conversation. I'd also like to acknowledge, because this is so important for all of you listeners to understand, because you chose to respond to your wisdom and take action from there, you had an insight into your learned behavior, your conditioned thinking. I've said this before and I'll say it till the day I die. <laughs> for everyone out there, until you give yourself the opportunity for a different experience, 
i.e. have courage to do something different by responding to your wisdom as opposed to reacting from your mind, you will continue to experience life the way it is now over and over and over. I talked about it last week from the beautifully written book, Conversations with God. You see, when we listen more deeply to ourselves, beyond the loud reactive voice in our mind, to the whisper of our wisdom that fills us with a good feeling when we hear it, when we listen to that voice and honor it, we fill ourselves up. It is the ultimate definition of self-love, to listen to and honor our wisdom, even in actually, especially in the simple decisions we make throughout the day. The more we honor it in the simple decisions and see what unfolds from it, the more we trust to listen to it when it comes to big decisions. And in your case, Teddy, because you honored it, look at the insight into your typical thinking and behavior that you had. You were free from it to then get curious and learn from it, all while experiencing pure presence and the richness of your experience that came from that with your sweet pup. Now to the I feel bad statement. Frankly, there isn't much more that I could add beyond what your insight served you. As you said, the thing I understand now that I didn't before was that my husband wanting me to help is a story I made up and believed is truly all the information you need to shift your perspective in all of the knee-jerk, I-feel-bad responses you will have in the future. For me, when I had a knee-jerk, I-feel-bad moment last night with Mike, coincidentally enough, it was also around the kitchen. (laughs) But for me, it was the fact that I had planned on making myself my dinner, but instead, Mike went ahead and did it for me, even though he had a completely different dinner to make himself at a later time. We discussed it since I had your question rolling around my mind. And very similar to you, and realizing my I feel bad had nothing to do with Mike and everything to do with my own narrative, Mike shared that he loves to cook. It's a moment for him to be creative and have time to himself, and he loves to take care of me in that way. I understood that. There are so many things that I love to do for him that he wouldn't naturally do or think of because they are things I enjoy. For example, I love to get fresh flowers every week and take time to make a couple of arrangements for around the house. I can assure you that there isn't one iota of narrative in Mike's head that makes him feel bad that he isn't the one making bouquets. So as far as unpacking this one goes, I think the sponsoring thought that creates the I feel bad thought is probably different for each one of us. For me, my I feel bad last night was sponsored by the story I created in my head about how Mike stopping what he was doing to make my food was annoying and interruptive and I'm clearly capable of cooking for myself, so how could I let him do it? As I'm speaking this to you now, what's coming up is shame. Shame that we should be doing something differently for whatever reason. To show our love, to prove our worth, to convince others that we're something that we're not, to avoid being judged, 
Holy cow, that opens Pandora's box, doesn't it? (laughs) So take a look at the sponsoring thought behind I feel bad next time you're experiencing it. As you came to, more likely than not, in general, it's a story you've created. And if you want to go deeper, you can look at it and recognize that the story isn't true at all. It's absolutely of your own creation that has nothing to do with present life. And the result of seeing it is then not having to believe it anymore. How freeing. And to put a final button on it all, humans are quite simple. We typically do what we want to do, and we don't do what we don't want to do. We can use our willpower to do things we don't want to, but most often than not, on a moment-to-moment basis, we keep it simple, and we can relax into that. So if your husband wants to clean the kitchen in response to the wonderful dinner you made, it makes a heck of a lot of sense that he's doing what he wants to, because it makes him feel good. And if Mike suggests making me dinner so I don't have to, As he said to me when I asked him, that's because he wants to, because it makes him feel good. And guess what? If you had felt anything different from your husband, that he was tired or overwhelmed or just flat out didn't want to clean up, you may have had a different response from your wisdom. Or not. No response is going to be the only response we have every time we approach a situation. Everything is in flow and constantly changes. The only thing that stops us from experiencing it is our resistance to our wisdom. I hope this was helpful, Teddy, for you and for everyone listening. Isn't it nice to know you were already onto it? We have everything we need inside of us at all times. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Mm